0: Welcome to the stories we don't tell—a podcast about storytelling. Welcome to the stories we don't tell podcast. Uh, we are not going to introduce ourselves. We are going to stay anonymous. Ooh! Uh, you are going to have to guess who we are.
1: I feel like, given our previous efforts of entirely changing our names, this uh, this one may be even easier than previously. But you know, I'm willing to. I'm willing to buy in.
0: Yeah, so uh, you're not going to uh, know who we are. Um, although after I don't know how many episodes uh, this would be, seventy um, something. Yeah, um, that you might know who we, we are. You
1: take a guess at least. Yeah, C-
0: can take a guess. You can, um, you can tweet at us right. um, hashtag swdt confused if you are as confused as we are right now.
1: Exactly. Are we going to tell them? We we are going to tell them the name of the podcast though.
0: Uh, I did. We I opened st- with that. Yeah, yeah, we opened with that. Yeah. See, so, I'm
1: already SWDT confused. This uh-huh. is
0: how we were. This is this is this is uh, this is going great so far. So uh, why do you think um, We are remaining anonymous.
1: Well, I have a couple of guesses. Okay, I feel like and one of the guesses is that in some ways uh, The level of anonymity is something that we are off. We offer in Mild versions to to a lot of our storytellers. In that uh, anonymity, full anonymity, is very difficult to get given that we are doing, you know, that they are in a room of people. However, I think that there's a level of which this ability to speak to a group of people who may not be uh, the people who know you best or well uh, allows you to sort of tell deeper stories. Uh, That at least a part of this is this discussion of how anonymity allows you to tell stories and, and uh, and how it frees you a little bit.
0: That's not, all sounded great, which and it's not as complicated as that. But I want to say, let's just go with that. Great. Um, I think also uh, just to go in uh, with that, what we kind of always talk about with the storytellers before the show is obviously we record all of the stories because we have a podcast.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know if you guys know, but we do have a podcast.
0: <laughs> if you haven't noticed,
1: listeners, do you are you aware?
0: Yeah, um, but the the thing that I think we we do sort of take great pains to to say is uh we want storytellers to tell the story to the room so meaning that yes we're recording it the recording really first i always this is like um the little uh thing that i tell everybody before uh for the show is that we want you to we don't want you to like kind of you know self center censor yourself so in terms of um like even while you're writing the story if you have that in the back of your mind even like subconsciously that it's like well this might appear somewhere in public on a podcast then I feel like you might you start hemming yourself in a little bit a little bit I think so Uh, not not everybody and and I think sometimes there you know we get there's a lot of shows out there that have uh, performers, seasoned performers, they go out, they do this all the time. And I think what we uh, get is a lot of people that have maybe never tried this kind of thing before. And, uh, you know, whether they have professional lives or whatever it is, it's not that they're keeping anything from anybody, but it's it can be a very nerve-wracking thing. You know, you're, you're telling a very personal, vulnerable story about yourself. So we always try and... Um, sort of say, yes, we're recording, but we're recording, uh, for you, uh, the storyteller to, to be able to hear and have that, um, to do with with it, whatever you want. But, um, if we want to use your story on a, on one of these podcast episodes, we just have a, you know, policy that if they, it's just a yes or no. And if it's a no, there's no questions asked. That's it. Yeah,
1: and 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 yet there is still uh, a little a little bit of this conversation that at some point we realized well there are some folks who may even have stories uh, that they that they want to be even further removed from mm-hmm. you know that they want they want to be able to tell. Uh, Without even being in the room with everyone Mm -hmm. Um, And and last summer we got just we got talking about how we might be able to facilitate that tell Mm -hmm. me about
0: that Paul. Right. So this uh, this kind of brings everything together in terms of what you uh, were talking about theoretically uh, Let's say or philosophically uh, at the beginning Theoretically
1: implies I was wrong which I was Philosophically implies I was more just expounding so let's go with that
0: in theory in your your theory. That's what I meant to say (laughs) I I apologize um uh, but basically, we came up with this brilliant idea, and I say brilliant kind of sarcastically because uh, we got exactly one person <laughs> to to participate in this—a
1: solid one person.
0: Yeah. So what we wanted to do was to stretch this a little bit further. Is we wanted we uh, put a call out to people uh, through our our very uh, various social media platforms and uh, website that we, if you wanted to record a story, uh, you do not have to give us your name. Just record a story, and then we had a, a the, you know, you could uh, upload it to the audio file to our website, and then at some point in the future, we were going to do a, a run, a series of, of all these stories.
1: And so guess what? Here's our full series, everybody.
0: And yes, this one episode. And so, but basically what happened is we ran it for a month, <laughs> and on the very last day, I was going to shut it down, and a story came through. And so we've been sitting on this story, and you know what? Uh, I don't even know what the story is. So yeah, it's, we don't know anything this episode. We don't even,
1: we don't know our names, you know, the story we're playing. We're just, we're just going for it.
0: Yeah. So, so this is um, a, a story that we don't know what it is. And this is the, um, I, we don't know podcast episode.
1: Yeah. Here's peer anonymity uh, through and through.
0: Yeah. So if you are confused, remember, tweet at us. Hashtag SWDT confused. And, um, you know, we'll see what we can do to alleviate that or just make it more confusing. Yeah, or just
1: dive deeper into the confusion.
0: Lean into it, as the kids say. There you go. Yeah. Uh, right. Should we hear the story? Yeah. Take it away, anonymous person.
2: The coolest thing I've ever seen it took place in the chilly, early hours of a morning in October 2014. I was riding the University Spadina line south from Downsview, leaning on the door. Another denizen was a tall, lanky, awkward-looking guy, probably in his late 20s. He had a flat, upturned nose, somehow to me reminiscent of Lord Voldemort. He was wearing a tattered, plaid button-up atop a Foo Fighters t-shirt and holding a Tim Hortons coffee cup with a cardboard sleeve on it. This was when Tim's was really pushing their cardboard sleeves to show they were as good as any other coffee shop. But I digress. I didn't think much of Foo Fighter Voldemort. I doubt that anyone on the southbound train that chilly morning did. Little did we know, there was an event on the horizon that would change the trajectory of our lives, or at the very least, our mornings. The train stopped at Eglinton West, and there was a huge wind tunnel that had formed in the station. Voldemort caught my eye as he downed the rest of his Tim Hortons coffee and chucked it over his shoulder and out of the train with the briefest of glances. Now maybe he was littering but I choose to believe that what happened next was intentional. About ten feet away from us was a row of garbage and recycling bins. Voldemort had thrown the cup hard, so it passed these bins by about five feet, and then it caught the wind. The cup arced in the air, passing by some tired, middle-aged men in baggy gray suits and a pair of beautiful women walking along the platform. All these people stopped in their tracks at the sight of the coffee cup soaring through the air, and I think that even then, we all knew we were bearing witness to a miracle. You see, despite having missed the cans, the cup swung around in the wind, separated from its sleeve in midair, and both found their mark. Both the cup and the sleeve landed in separate recycling bins, with the cup sinking first and the sleeve fluttering down in the wind to its final resting place. One of the beautiful women literally swooned. She bent her knees, clutched her hands against her chest, and said, Wow while staring at Voldemort with a small smile. I had never seen somebody swoon before, and yet there I was practically doing it too. He just stood there with his arms crossed, looking away from his admirers. We're all staring at him in awe, but I don't think he even noticed. From what I could tell, he didn't even see the cup go in. Soon after, the doors closed and the train carried us on, off into the dark tunnel and on with our lives. I don't think that Foo Fighter Voldemort, the Dark Lord of Awesomeness, ever knew what happened that day. For his sake, I hope he didn't. Once my wonder and admiration had dissipated, all I could think was this. That guy's life just peaked. Don't get me wrong, that was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Like, assuming I don't die or turn out to be infertile in the next few decades, what I'm saying is if I could choose between watching the birth of my future children and watching that cup go into the recycling bin again, I would choose the cup every fucking time. This is a story that I would like to pass on, and yet if that were me, I wouldn't tell a soul. What I'm trying to say is it would suck to realize the greatest thing you'd ever done was throwing a paper cup into the recycling. I thought if that was me, I'd kill myself. Get off the train, walk in front of the next one. And then later that year, I hit my personal rock bottom. I was in university at the time and flat broke. I'd owed one of my housemates $2,500 to replace his laptop that I'd spilled beer on at a party. And in my defense, he shouldn't have left it out in the middle of a party, and in his defense, It wasn't in the middle of the party. It was in his room, and in my defense, I was very drunk. The rest of my housemates were on his side, so they weren't really speaking to me, and I was also on his side. I just didn't have the money to pay him back because my parents had cut me off when I told them that I couldn't graduate that year. They were all like, come home, and I was like, no, keep enabling me. So I was persisting on black coffee, uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and eggs with the money from psychology experiments. I couldn't find a real job, so I tried to set up a cam show account thinking I could get paid to masturbate, but I just couldn't bring myself to go through with it. I wound up crying, fully clothed, live on the webcam, which did earn me $5, but you don't receive the transfer until you've made 50, so that sticky money is just floating up there in the ether. Also, And this isn't nearly as bad, but I was rejected by a girl in front of a room full of people at that time, which was pretty brutal. Also, I was perpetually low-key high, which seemed like a solution at the time, but in retrospect, I think just compounded the problem. So, to make ends meet, and to get my housemate off my back, I wound up selling a bunch of my possessions on Kijiji, including my entire Magic the Gathering card collection. And I think that you can figure out just how much my Magic cards meant to me that I chose to sell them after trying to whore myself out on the internet. I was walking back from selling all my things with just enough money to placate my housemate and also to feed myself for the week. I was strolling down St. George, thinking to myself that if this was bottom, things could only go up. At the very least, the worst was over. And maybe, maybe it came from persisting on a diet of eggs and black coffee for a month. But as I was thinking this, I let out a little gas and I shat myself. If that seems completely Unexpected and disjointed from everything so far, then just imagine how I felt. This came out of nowhere. Like, all I can really say is I took a bet on a fart and I lost. There are events in your life that have a before and an after, and given that I had yet to face any real tragedies at the time, this was one of them. You see, there's a sense of humility that comes from having soiled oneself in adult life, and I carry that with me to this day, along with a pack of wet wipes and a change of underpants. I grew up that morning. I think it happened as I waddled back to the Jewish frat house where I was living, where I stripped naked in the hallway and threw my pants into a garbage bag. Then I took a shower, packed up all my essentials, and moved back to my parents that same day. As I was dragging my non-literal crap to the subway station, I passed by a Starbucks and thought that since I had a bit of cash, I'd earned this. Got on a Queen's Park, lugging all my things, the coffee still in hand. When the train reached Eglinton West, the doors opened, and I noticed that the wind had formed a wind tunnel in the station, I stood there wearing the Looney Tunes shirt that I'd shat myself in just an hour earlier, and I felt a shiver roll along my spine as I was rocked by the realization that in this moment, I was Foo Fighter Voldemort. Because what I took away from Foo Fighter Voldemort in the moment that I cranked my arm back to recreate his epic trick shot, knowing with 100% certainty that I could make it because fate was on my side, what I took away from him was this. Not everyone is special. But everyone is special sometimes, and in this moment at the Eglinton West subway station, I was special. I had come full circle on a deeply personal journey, and I had really grown as a person. I had managed to impose a narrative on this senseless series of events driven by my own reckless, immature behavior, and so, for the first time in months, my heart surged with joy as I enthusiastically threw the cup into the wind. It missed. Mm.
0: Subscribe to the Stories We Don't Tell podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like what you hear, leave us a review on iTunes. For more information about the podcast, blog, and live events, find us on Facebook or visit tell.org.